Tweet Georgia Brown. It's nine o'clock. Can you not? Can you can you not? That'd be good. Can we stop? No. Because that is getting fed directly into my fucking ears. Hey, any day that I can annoy you is kind of a bonus for me. (laughs) I'm going to remember that. I'm just just paying it forward for all the times that you've done so to me. That's the definition of your friendship. (laughs) This is what defines the two of you. Oh, God. Our tolerance for each other's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) And or or lack thereof. And everything in between. Yeah. Fucking, oh, my God. All of the tolerance and none of the tolerance. If if you think it's bad, you should see these two going during games night. It, it just gets epic sometimes. We we do have very clashing personalities, and by clashing, I mean we feed off of each other's anger. <laughs> you do. <laughs> it's like a feedback loop. Um, yeah, like the stuff you bitch about just makes me more angry, which makes you more angry. And the the two yeah. of you are both fifty percent of a perpetual hate machine <laughs> for each other. <laughs> a, a perpetual hate machine. Yes, uh, it, I'm all right with this. Well, you see, it's interesting because. Um, uh, just recently, I actually found out about this thing called the Briggs Myers personality test. Uh, if you've ever heard of it, uh, um, it's an old school test developed back in like you know the forties and th- yeah, it was like developed back in the forties. Um, actually, I can really hear that in the background. Can we turn the AC off? And we, uh, um, do we have a remote for I'm it? I'm sure. <laughs> a remote? It's okay. Our Roland. That would be preparation. Our invisible guest man is doing it. The 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 invader. Yeah. Possibly from space. Yeah. So Sweet. The, there we go. For those of you Thank in the stream you. and for those of you listening at home, we have a guest in the studio. Yes. It will make no difference to the uh, podcast whatsoever, but I just wanted you to be aware he's, yes, here. he's here. Except for potentially like <laughs> random interjects of, yeah, of he, whatever. He's, he's here <laughs> holding a gun, forcing <laughs> us to record. Um, he's holding a gun to us forcing us to do something we would do anyway um um, it's the only thing we do do consistently yeah i think a more likely scenario would be somebody holding a gun to us to make us not record (laughs) (laughs) if you suck this time i will shoot you if you so much as push that record button you are dead (laughs) <laughs> um but yeah anyway back to what i was saying briggs myers personality test um is this thing developed in the 40s uh i guess like during the war uh to because uh, all the men were off to war and not working so they needed women to work uh and they developed this personality test i guess to help place women in the workforce into jobs they could actually do and excel at and enjoy um and it splits 
people up into 16 different personality types based on like whether you're extroverted or introverted or uh, more of a logical thinking or emotional feeling or uh, okay. whether you're a cold a dead husk judging like <laughs> uh, judging versus perceiving which is like whether you're you know judging versus perceiving is like really organized and uh thought out versus like uh more me see cold dead husk <laughs> would just be retail yeah and so you um it, it's funny because like i was looking up looking into this because i thought it was kind of interesting and i took the the this uh, test thing that uh, you can find them all over the fucking internet if you look up uh, the uh, Briggs Myers personalities there's all kinds of Briggs Myers tests that you can take and apparently I fall very solidly into ENTP personality okay which is also known as the debater <laughs> <laughs> this is no. that, this is that like four quadrant thing right uh okay because so, i remember a similar like type of test being done like for pretty much literally everyone there, in, there like, are junior 16 high. possible outcomes to it uh but yeah i fall under the debater and it says that people can often find me cold and unemotional because I take a certain glee in just tearing people's arguments apart. Not that I mean I, any I, harm. I, I just like to argue. Unemotional would <laughs> not be the words I use to describe you. Like almost perfect. <laughs> I, I take a certain glee in tearing people's arguments apart. I'm, I'm pretty sure See, it gave you that just because you started arguing with the fucking personality. <laughs> question you read a question. Yeah, you read a question. You like, I don't agree with that. And the test is like, all right, you classify as. Uh, go in this one. Yeah. See, those personality tests, I've always landed like smack dab in the middle. Well, see, that's the thing. There is no middle in this. There, there's You'll fi fall on either like uh, there's four different segments and you'll fall on one side or the other of each segment. And that'll and then it'll. They were still based off of like a graph and why you couldn't land in the middle. Oh no no these this, yeah, this, this one looks a, a little bit different. We'll we'll try then we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll do it during the break and see where we fall because yeah. it only takes eight minutes. Yeah, it doesn't okay. take very long. Hopefully, cars segment. What, what was this called again? Uh, the Briggs Myers personality test. Uh, just look up sixteen personalities in the first link. Should the be Oscar Myers personalities dot com. Yeah, sixteen personalities dot com will bring you there too. Yeah. Uh, that that is actually the test I took. It was a sixteen personalities test. Um, I will try. It. All right, yeah. we'll let you know the results of these after the break. Yeah, but I just found it funny that I fall like right down into the debater one and i read it and i'm like yeah yeah yep <laughs> it's like people can sometimes me. find you insulting because you tend to go for like and i'm just like yeah yeah that's the one literally always that's me <laughs> that's that's actually really funny that it basically pegged you <laughs> <laughs> the uh, system works well, yeah so i just, so is yeah. is this like the um is this like astrology it's like you would get along great with blank um it does that a little bit because it's like you know the you might have trouble communicating effectively your with, arch enemy with, is blank like well no <laughs> it, no no, no. It, it's more like like you like uh it, it says that entp types might have trouble communicating with more emotionally sensitive types and stuff uh mm -hmm. and and it's just like here are some things that you should watch out because you will do these things and it's not good 
you know, uh, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it was, I just thought it was neat. It, it sounds neat. I love doing those tests. Even yeah. Though sometimes I don't like the results. It's, I, see, I like it because it's not one of those fucking like Vanity Fair magazine ones. It's not the, oh, like, it's, it's, it's not it's, a it's Cosmo not a test. test. Yeah. How much is he into you? Yeah. It's like yeah. an actual. Which Pokemon do you identify as? Yeah, it's an actual thing that was used to help place women in workforces and stuff like that. So, okay. uh, it was neat uh, to see, but I just wanted to talk about that because I thought it was interesting. That is interesting. Um, I don't know what everyone else has been up to this week. I'm terribly uninterested. I've, I've just worked a lot. Yeah. I'm currently on vacation. My new phone is shipped, so uh, hopefully I have one that works. And then Hooray. you can actually play Pokemon? <laughs> yeah, I, well, I can still play Pokemon. It's just I want my battery to last more than like an hour <laughs> um fangs and fonts celebrated their three years yesterday Ooh, we what got are, what are we at weren't we at like five years or something depends do you count the hiatus or not uh this is three years of consistent updates because <laughs> uh and and someone bought us a cake i think wow. we first started yeah. posting in 2010 that's... Or I'd have to go back and look. It's been a while. Actually, hold on. I'll I'll look up the Wayback Machine and see what it says. We should uh, we should set up a, a PO box so that people can send us cake. See, we've <laughs> said this before. Well, um... it was it was purchased for us from a local bakery. Oh, uh, well, never mind then. I guess. Fuck uh... it. We won't set up a fucking P.O. box so people can send us cake. Well, then. I mean, we set we, up a P.O. box. We could anyways. set up a cake treon. <laughs> a cake, a cake treon. treon would be amazing. I could get on board with that. <laughs> a, pat- a Patreon where people can donate to buy us cake. No, no, no. You have to donate cake. You like actually, actual cake. You actually commit to making and or buying cake and sending it in. I'm getting I'm getting visions of Matilda where they (laughs) crunch bowl makes that kid sit down and eat that giant fudge cake. Uh, That'd be so great. That was amazing. Yep, we got cake. It was it was so good. Uh, So uh, much icing though. So yeah, it looks like our our website went up in 2010. Uh, Wow. It doesn't look like it actually fully really. Why am I on 3G? anyway yeah jeez we're we're old as fuck is what we're trying to say well you you remember we started when some kids were still in grade school now they're in college that is shut up yeah amazing i think some of them have likely graduated since then kids in junior high are now in college listening to us by the way if you've been listening to that to us that long shame on you we told you this was an adult podcast (laughs) if you were were listening to us when you were that young you were listening to us telling you not to listen to our podcast the rules we value you as a longtime listener we've actually been over this before because i remember somebody sent in an email saying that they went into their closet because (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah yeah. (laughs) because of some long lost obscure episode (laughs) yeah uh, actually i don't think it was even long lost it was like several months ago yeah Yeah. so just to give you an idea on december 6th 2010 we posted our 29th episode oh my god that's also when we bought our first compressor so yeah we uh wow. we're old that compressor we still need is old new equipment too. yeah there's there's a big list of needs <laughs> there is a big list of needs we're we're working on it we got patreon money we should actually go out and buy some of those things no shopping yeah. all right shopping spree but makeover 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 makeover, makeover. makeover. 
<laughs> fucking God. Um, Tal, you have a thing to talk about. I do. And I'm sure I it's do. going to result in blood. So, uh, uh, it might make some people angry, but... Blood! Uh, oh, good. We have two articles like that. Um, so, uh, for those of you who don't know... Nope, don't. Uh, there was a man... In Milwaukee. No, no way. Yeah, no. F- first man in Milwaukee. Get out of town. Uh, no. So there is a guy in Milwaukee. White privilege much? Who actually not a white guy. Oh. that That's kind of, it's important to the story. So there's a black guy in Milwaukee who was shot and killed by police. Okay. Uh. Um, That is a whole different story about whether he deserved it or, well, not deserved it. Obviously, nobody deserves to but get whether shot. whether it was justified. Whether it was a okay. justified show, shooting. I don't know. I think there are some instances where people deserve well, to get shot. Okay. So, well, I, I think that, uh, you it, know. It does depend on how much of a threat they are to the people around them. Yeah. If you, I mean, if you are literally trying to kill hundreds of people, okay. But, like. You know, if you're trying to kill one person, deserve is a strong word still. Um, if it was a just whether or not it was a justified shooting, though, because, um, you know, he, he did have a gun on him and mm-hmm. uh, was running away from the police. Um, and they are saying that when he was shot, he had actually turned around to face them with his gun in his hand. Yeah. Um, yep. They were wearing body cams. And the police are saying that the body cams show that, but they have not released the footage yet. So, so people are like, so well, I'm sure that is a that, massive that's Reddit a, thread. That's yeah. a step above the weren't working at the time. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure we'll find out eventually. I mean, uh, this is definitely heading to some type of court case. Uh, P, I, I do hope they release the footage because I would, uh, you know, personally right now, I'm probably going to be like just right now i feel like i you know the officers were probably justified just from what i'm hearing because he did have his gun on him at the time i'm going to assume that if they're willing to release the footage that the video footage probably vindicates they haven't released it yet and they haven't said whether or not they will they really shouldn't be allowed to withhold that kind they of stuff. They shouldn't. And this that's the other like I think we were talking about this on the we other episode. We, we have talked really about this. This the that footage should be There should be domain. no fucking way that police can withhold video footage yeah. from a crime scene. Yeah. So myself right now, just with the information with that I have, I personally think that they were probably justified because he did definitely have his gun on him and he did run. Uh, they were like, people are saying that he had a concealed carry permit, but the thing is, if you're running for the, from the cops with a fucking gun on you, like that's already sketchy as fuck. So <clears throat> someone like that, then turning around and pointing like, that is not a, b- a big jump for me. That That is a split second kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but you're saying that's not what you wanted to discuss. That about, isn't right? what I want that's to talk, the talk about. That's the situation that's happening right now. And so that actually broke out into full blown fucking race riots. Like they're burning shit down, flipping cars, like state. They've declared a state of emergency, like race riot right oh, now in Milwaukee. Uh, it's a bad fucking situation down there right now. It sounds like it. Yeah, and we've heard my opinions on this entire thing before. This is not the way to do it. 
right? You know, the, the rioting and burning shit is not how you get change in your community. No, no. it just makes the situation uh, violent and aggressive. Exactly. Well, and I, these these types of reactions are really based yeah, on like bias. There's and there's already been a person killed because of these riots now. So it's like what, like fuck. I feel like it's like riot sleeper agents that just wait well, for their moment that are just like man i really want to break stuff and burn stuff to the ground yeah. oh perfect there's a riot outside okay and it's like it gives them this shitty thing to like let yeah. loose and like i'm I'm really kind of conflicted about stuff like this because obviously riots suck they're not good for anyone no but if you truly believe that the system is ser- solely purposely working to um uh, to repress you to oppress you and like you really want to do something about that obviously fighting against it likely isn't going to be done by any legal means i but Th- there's still... i mean if you really think the system's working against you that hard one you're probably not educated um because <laughs> it's not working against you that hard it's not that type of injustice like, I, i'm i'm I saying agree. if you if you think that the law is not on your side i mean are you going to follow the law I, at that point? It's still, it, this is not how to go about it. Because, like we, like we were talking about that <clears throat> other story where there's that uh, that Black Lives Matter group that had that picnic with the fucking police to try to generate community outreach, to try to you know generate goodwill and uh, com- a, a, a build a bridge between these two uh, these two groups, right? And that's what needs to happen, right? There needs to be an olive branch, not a fucking you know fire stick it like there's a big important difference between the two but that isn't even what my article is <laughs> about okay <laughs> so that is the whole situation happening in milwaukee it's shitty it's bad there's shit going it's down a bad time and uh so uh, of course there's reporters all over the place on this shit uh, CNN was down there and they had released a broadcast uh, where the sister, uh, Cheryl, 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 I am not sure how to pronounce it. Uh, Cheryl Smith. Um, she was uh, she was on a report on CNN saying, you know, uh, why, you know, stop burning our shit down. We need our shit like the That's not going to fix it. Um, but people are really, really mad about this report. And uh, uh, I'll give you a chance to guess why people would be pissed off about CNN releasing a report about the sister of the man who was killed telling people not to burn shit down. Take a guess at what, what's got people mad about this. No? No. I'm I, stamped. I, I try not to put my brain in that headspace. So they're mad because CNN actually had only released a short segment of edited footage where the entire thing in context, she was saying, stop burning down our shit. And I quote, take that shit to the suburbs, burn that shit down. We need our shit. So, uh, Hmm. she was, she was not saying don't burn the shit down. She was saying, saying, don't burn our shit down. Go somewhere else. Go to the suburbs and burn their shit down. Because uh, that's okay. Because that, that's okay. That is literally the flip of the message. Yeah. Like, so complete opposite. And the that's reason... brutal. Yeah, the reason I wanted to talk about this is because I this ties into a lot of what I've talked about before with, you know, media spinning these messages that these things are a certain way when they're not. Um, because... 
Right. Philip DeFranco even talked about this. He was saying, and very rightfully so, the media, right, they control the narrative. They do. They entirely. They control it entirely. So unless you are getting your information from first party sources, unless you are seeing the conversation happen on Twitter or, you know, like where people are claiming all this harassment on Twitter and it's getting that's getting reported all over the place. Oh, this person was harassed. Tell you what, how about like go and actually look for the actual raw uncensored, unedited content of what actually happened. And the reason this came out was because someone else was actually recording and they caught video of this all being said. And they posted that to YouTube. Uh, and people were able to find this video themselves and see, wait, no, CNN's actually completely full of shit. Yeah. That's so it kind of calls out the whole, exactly. Uh, you know, using what's out there to, mm. to, to use your own message, which is exactly what media organizations are not supposed to do. Exactly. Right. They're supposed to be neutral. That isn't neutral. That is absolutely. It's right, pushing modifying, a narrative. And, and oh, yeah, it's, it's, brutal. it's pushing an agenda. Right? Yeah. They're taking their own values and shoving it over the stuff that's coming out. Yeah. And, and like part of it has to do with like people don't want to report on something because something, something racists and, uh, you know, or in the same thing happens all the time. And like the, I, the reason I'm bringing this up is because it's just an example of some, some of the things I have talked about many times before on, like I bitched about it constantly on Twitter about like media organizations, big media organizations too. Like with CNN yeah, is not, CNN's not small. It's not some small blogger website, like fucking Gawker or some shit. Big media organizations are, actually actively editing and changing messages to spin a certain narrative to it like people call out fox news for doing this shit all the time mm-hmm. and uh, it's the exact same thing it, but it, this is the exact same thing and this is not better it's not and people... no sure sure the message is positive but if you're <laughs> if you're hiding uh, negativity beneath a positive message all you're doing is gonna keep something hidden until it explodes worse yeah and well and th- that's one of the things too is like by doing this what what did you think you were accomplishing like <laughs> like this isn't making things better all you're doing is and uh, like giving the opposing group more fucking ammo because now anytime you say something that is anything along those lines, immediately people are going to be like, you're just doing that uh, that black girl edited footage thing again, aren't you? Yeah, it hurts their credibility yeah. too, right? So it, it hurts not just their credibility, but the credibility of the entire message, right? People now are going to be like, oh, well, you oh, know. Why would we believe you when all yeah. you do is lie and spin shit and on so, whatever head you want? And so any website now trying to, you know, give a message of, you know, oh, these people aren't calling for violence is immediately going to get told, well, actually, no, they are. Here's this video. And you're just trying to hide it just like CNN did. And so, I man, yeah, <laughs> it's it's all kinds of bullshit. And I just really want people to get their heads out of their asses when it comes to the fucking news media don't believe anything ever that you hear from any media organization because organizations have agendas period yeah well (laughs) you can believe it but the thing is is just like we've told you before don't just take the first piece of information you're handed and make that your gospel because it's (laughs) you you don't know what's behind it right you need to go and form your own opinion and the only way you can do that is to educate yourself on an issue. Exactly. Right. You can't um, sit there and just take 
you know the the words that are written down on paper and then spout them out because that's how you end up with a lot of really awful things that was actually one of the things that came out of um like during the i guess it's still kind of going on but the whole gamergate thing one of the things that the people involved kept saying was trust but verify uh, as a counter to the um you know the media organization's whole and sjw whole thing of uh uh listen and believe they responded to that with no trust but verify yeah right and that's what you need to do you like yes trust organizations that whose job is to report on things to report on things but verify what they're saying yeah you know don't just take everything at fucking face value because i guarantee you that's not the case and this is also proof of what i was saying before about how these organizations do have and are actively spinning this kind of narrative like this uh you know uh, um like pro blm pro social justice narrative that in a lot of cases, you know, there's nothing wrong with being for social justice and against the inequalities that people face. But at the same time, you cannot buy this narrative at face value. You can't because there's a lot more to the story. It's it's just really unfortunate. Like, just like Vox said, right, it needs to be a neutral party. It shouldn't be what what the news is supposed to be is supposed to be what is actually going on what is actually happening they put it out there and then you form your own opinion of how you feel about it yeah exactly the news is not like when have you ever seen a news broadcast where the reporter goes they go okay so this is what happens but if you want my opinion <laughs> no that's not how it's fucking supposed to be but right now it's basically like see, they report the news but the see, but the the news outlet is like so this is what's happening because this is what we feel is happening, yeah. not what's actually happening. So they're just doing that, but behind the guise of, you know, not actually telling you what the fuck's going on yeah. because they would rather spout their own yeah. baloney into the mix. Well, rather and than... The other thing that bugs me about it is this whole thing just stinks of fucking white guilt. We're not racist. We're not racist. We're not racist. We're not racist. Like you can tell, like just watching this report that that's that's exactly what's going on in the producer's head is he just like oh we can totally prove we're not racists by doing this yeah it's like being it's, that guy in a convenience store and being like i'm not stealing i'm not stealing and you, you, you totally stealing you not even not even that he's totally stealing but the fact that he's got that mindset he's basically He's basically like a supernova of that fucking sketchy yeah. thief yeah. now because you've got that in your mindset and now your body language, um, yeah, you all your reactions, everything is happening <laughs> that you're just like, I'm not stealing, I'm not stealing. It's like trying, you know, when you get, go to Border Patrol and you're like, okay, act natural. Yes. <laughs> and everyone's like, what the fuck does acting natural mean? Fuck. Act not suspicious tense up start to sweat (laughs) don't make eye contact with anyone no you fail by the way that shit is yeah no if i can watch watch border security sometime it's just like Uh, i love border security i have i have this much money okay open bag immediately find twice as much as you declared oh uh oh yeah i have that much money why didn't you declare you had this much before i don't know i thought i i thought it would be illegal to take it oh and oh. like, yeah it's like if you would and every conversation 
ends exactly the same yep. in that the if you would have just said something, we wouldn't have to find you or send you back yeah, to your country your of origin. Yeah. And like it's the same thing to CNN. Like if you would have just, you know, reported this honestly in the first place, you wouldn't have to have released an apology and now have a bunch of now be in the middle of a fucking like. You know, there, there's the riots in Milwaukee, but now CNN's in the middle of their own fucking internet riot between, you know, the the whole BLM thing and the, you know, Trump supporters all like fucking screaming at each other about you're all racist. No, CNN is a bunch of, you know, white guilt cucks and fucking like just back and forth with this fucking like. So all they did is they just generated more fucking unnecessary controversy. They created yeah. their own shitstorm. <laughs> like, That's what they did. And it's like, if you'd have just done this like and reported honestly, like you can't be fucking called a racist for reporting events that are happening. If you're reporting factual events, yeah. You're reporting factual events. There, there's no opinion. There's no racist bias in factual events, right? There are things that just happen, yeah, and, and you tell people. People will still go out and say, oh, you know, this was a racist report. And you go, well, if you look at the raw video, it's exactly the same. And yeah, it, CNN this, just told you what was yeah, going on. But the second you inject an opinion into that fucking now it's an editorial now it's your opinion and yeah. you get to be called on your fucking opinion now you get to own it yeah. <laughs> like so i See, i mean, oh yeah for me this is cnn you've just made your bed <laughs> now you get to lie in it like oh my god and it's one of those things like if you, like where people are so concerned about sounding like you know th these crazy racist assholes that they're going out of their way to not sound like it, and it just makes them sound racist. That's why, because they, <laughs> they're avoiding the exact thing that they're just going to, as history dictates, if you're going to... It's it's like I'm yeah. not going to trip over that rug. I'm not going to trip over that rug. <laughs> Oops. And yeah. your uh, your mind is so solidified fuck. on the fact that you won't trip over that. You're going to trip over. That's called target fixation. Yeah, I was going to say, what's it called with <laughs> motorcycles? Target fixation. That's the one where you just like where you're when you're driving and you're like, I don't want to hit that pole, and then you stare at it and you end up just steering right the fuck into it. <laughs> yep. Oh, I could see that. <laughs> like it's the same fucking thing. People are so fixated right now on not being racist or not being sexist or and now they just are that they just turn into the worst fucking racist sexist assholes that's just in the other fucking direction that happens all the time when you go out of your way to try to not be something yeah right you try and you try like you don't want to be like your father or you don't want to be like a teacher in school and you try and you try and you try and then all of a sudden you realize one day holy fuck you are <laughs> you've managed to just miss not entirely turn right around and dive head first into it yeah Right? So, I've done it to myself in arguments before yeah right you'll get halfway through an argument and realize you're arguing the wrong side yeah it's like well well fuck yeah well it, it happens a lot too like the, it happens with the the, the whole uh, uh feminist thing like they're like oh you can't do that you have to protect women and it's like well wait because now you're saying that women can't protect themselves which is anti-feminist and yeah. anti-woman like they start arguing so hard on one side that they completely miss the mark and just end up fucking racist right back where the, exactly it, right it, back where they started it, it, it's horseshoe theory right it, it like you just loop the fuck around and now you're back where you fucking started yeah. just on the other side of the fucking horseshoe like yeah. well that's awful <laughs> so yeah cnn 
Fix your shit, CNN. <laughs> round of applause. Round of applause oh, for what CNN. What the fuck, CNN? <laughs> Get your shit together. Oh, it's a good time. Good time. No, not, <laughs> for, not for CNN. No, I, They're going to have a bad time. I love news media right now. <laughs> oh, so, God. Uh, welcome to flushing your credibility down the <laughs> toilet. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, and that's the thing is it's just showing like that whole like people are like, why do you listen to Gawker? And I'm like, because it's an example of what the news media is turning into. And here we are. Here we yes. go. The CNN has just take, dived headfirst into Gawker, and it's amazing. <laughs> CNN, CNN, come with <clears throat> me. On a side note, I am so glad Gawker is dead. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Right? Fuck. Oh, it it feels, took fucking long enough. It feels so good all the way seeing, down seeing, into my cockles. I, I was at work. The, the TV just happened to be on, and it's like Hulk Hogan wins lawsuit gawker being pieced out well, after bankruptcy i'm like oh see, thank fuck see it's funny because they almost managed to weasel their way out of it because like some weird there's like some weird contract between like owner thing and they're like well actually technically we financially don't own these oh, assets yeah. and blah 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 and like weasel their way out of it through legal technicalities over who owns what assets fairly and, common business tactics yeah, happens yeah and it turns out that one of the I guess it was like the a friend of one of the owners or somebody who used to work at Gawker knew about this like secret underground contract that made it so that uh Hulk Hogan's legal team were able to go at like since they couldn't like technically go after Gawker yeah they themselves. couldn't directly go after the assets so they go um, after the owner. They went after the guy who, through this contract, held these like Gawker assets or some shit. And because of that, they through him were um, able to go after Gawker again. Yeah. And they're like, actually, no, you do owe us that money, Gawker. And we got you. Yeah. And like the guy on Twitter, he was like, he actually was bitching about it. He's like, seriously? Fuck you. And it like put a link to the fucking report about it. And people are awesome. like, this is what you get for trying to be a Weasley fucking shit stain. Like yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm sorry that your best laid plan didn't work out for you to be <laughs> for being a fuck. Like oh. just like, really? You caught me on my seedy underhandedness? I hate you. <laughs> it's, it's just like, yeah, don't be a dink. And you, it's like you yeah, getting, get... getting caught red-handed be like, man, I barely tried to, to rape her even. Yeah, like, like it, Well, and yeah, it's like one of those things like, man, if you didn't want to be I'll in this situation. I'll compare the fucking people from Gawker to rapists. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Fuck it, those people. Yeah, and it's like if they didn't want to be in this situation in the first place, they could have just like not been a piece yeah, of shit to begin with. Don't do it. Yeah, like, like there's that. <laughs> They could so, have not posted a sex tape, which was apparently against their entire morality scale. Like, yeah. It, yeah. Well, and that's what I was talking about with like that reverse sexism thing. Like, well, not reverse because yeah, that it, doesn't it's exist. It's okay because it's, just, it's a famous male. Yeah. Well, except, you know, the famous women, you can't do that to just the famous men. And like, yeah, they deserve it. Yeah. Don't so, forget that. <laughs> fucking oh, Hulk man. Hogan. Ridiculous. Fucking Hulk Hogan is the man. I hope he lives a long, happy Gawker. He deserves life. like an additional hundred years for getting rid of Gawker. I, I hope wherever like the savior of the actually he can internet. he can take Thor's place. Where? I would worship Hulk Hogan no. as Thor. <laughs> I hope wherever Gawker is based out of whatever building or whatever that that Hulk Hogan just 
destroys the building, demolishes the whole thing, just plants grass, and just lets his dogs forever shit <laughs> on that shit spot. That space. That's his new dog shitting park. Be like, well, you used to spew dog shit, now you hold it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kotaku is part of Gawker. Yeah. Well, uh, well, I think you were. it was Philip DeFranco you had on earlier. Yeah. He was saying that Gawker is being basically dissolved. Its sub-companies aren't. So, you know, uh, io9 and uh, Kotaku and I forget what the other one was. Well, um, they're Jezebel, Kotaku, io9, uh, the Gearhead one, yeah, Lifehacker, Jalopnik. Oh, Jalop, yeah, Jalopnik's the current one. They're not being dissolved? No, just Gawker. Yeah, oh, the, the Gawker network as a network is being dissolved. It's subsidiaries. That's honestly aren't. too bad. I mean, I'd rather get rid of the whole damn thing. Yeah, I yeah. really just want all like, of it. Lifehacker used to be okay. Now it's the same recycled bullshit. Uh, yeah. Jezebel's always been a cesspool. Open your bananas from the other direction. Life hack. No fucking shit, eh? It, that I'm not joking. That is literally a I, thing. I know. Oh, I know it is. Yeah. If you go to the, the, like, the zoo, did you know you've hack, been opening like, bananas wrong your whole life? Yeah. Oh, I'm like, fuck, I hate but those articles. And, uh, what? Like that little fucking nub at yeah. the end of the banana is what yeah, I've been missing my entire life. Yeah, that's okay. how monkeys do use it. the wire cutter for cheese to cut cantaloupe. Life hack. Yeah, fucking just, fucking uh, stupid bullshit like it it turned uh, into such stupid shit because they ran out of fucking ideas yeah but i, I like what car said the gawker is dead long live the gawker <laughs> because now cnn just has to take up the mantle i well, guess that's it when you break down one king a new one is born so uh, uh right so who is who is next we've been on this one for a bit yeah <clears throat> all right well in uh Arkansas last week um, oh, from the south. Boy, howdy. This should be good. Good old Arkansas. The Arkansas. Um, <laughs> police arrested a couple uh, for allegedly starving and beating a four-year-old girl. Okay. Who thought her own name was Idiot? Oh wow! What? Yeah. Jesus. The, this Christ. this girl has been referred to as idiot for her entire life to the point where she thought it was her own name. Wow! Oh so, my god! Like, crazy ass child abuse. Yeah. Well, and yeah. Speaking of child abuse, uh, speaking she, of people who deserve to be shot, fuck. <laughs> yeah, they're him. they're being charged with domestic battery, permitting abuse of a minor, and endangering the welfare of a minor. Yeah. No. Fuck. I hope they get fucking like all of the years. I cannot imagine a painful enough fucking death for 10, these people. Ten thousand years dungeon. Officers yeah. found her with deep bruising on parts of her body, including a black eye cut on her forehead, and one of her eyes were swollen. Oh my god. Um, fuck's sake I so why do you need a license to drive a car but any fuckhead can have a kid right because like, unfortunately you can't restrict the uh, biological by fucking uh, yeah. the, I, the biological workings of people the hell I can't you give me you, duct you tape and pliers in a half an hour and well, <laughs> we, we can't unneuter people unfortunately yet there they are we're actually there is a company i, I know on it's male somewhat, birth control it's somewhat possible I, I really hope that the male birth control thing becomes a thing because well, like, i remember that one it's yeah. like a little insertion thing that yeah, like it's like a little injection of this foam type 
jelly stuff. I think that is a thing, isn't it? And it like stops sperm from getting through. And then when you want to have kids, they just another injection injection and it dissolves it. And then you can have kids again. Neat. That's actually really cool. Yeah, no, it is super great. Um, Because, I mean, that'll absolve the whole issue of like, oh, I'm on birth control. Wink, wink. Yeah. So now it's just like, yeah. And then you all you like, have to worry about is yeah AIDS. you're on birth control so am I let's fuck <laughs> so um, how did they did you say how they like found out like um, you reported them or yeah so um ah oh, fuck where did it say that they found it um uh, officers were dispatched after the parent um <clears throat> to the Cooper Anthony Mercy Child Advocacy Center in Hot Springs where a staff member expressed her concerns about a four-year-old girl's living situation. Oh, so she was at like a, a oh, child a care, care facility, facility and they were, yeah. yeah. When they, when they could see a kid come in bruised to shit, they fucking call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There were reports that, uh, they had, so these, these two people, let's just get them out here by name, Jennifer Denon and Clarence Reed. Shit fuck and shittier fuck. Yep. And, um, they reported seeing them hitting the girl with a plastic bat. Uh, now Reed admits to hitting the girl, but insists that he used a half-inch thick wooden paddle instead of a plastic <laughs> wow. bat. Wow, that is Cause better. Because that's, that's better. Because that's better. Fuck me. I didn't yeah. hit her with that bat. <laughs> I, I hit her with, with a different bat. This, however, iron pipe, I, I, I don't know how this work, but works, but they allegedly admitted to zip-tying the child to her... Um, to her bed as punishment for climbing on the kitchen cabinets. Uh, also, oh it allegedly God. told police that he called the girl an idiot, but meant it as a joke. Yeah, no, you don't call someone an idiot enough that they start to think it's their name and they go, oh, but it's actually just, you know, it's funny. <clears throat> this is one of four children. No, it's one of no children now. They're all no longer there. These, uh, yes. the, these kids. I. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. Six children were removed from the couple's home. Holy oh fuck. Oh, my God. Uh, these kids are like, these are the kids that deserve to be fucking adopted by oh, Bill fucking Gates. One <laughs> of which is an actual child of the couple. What? Jesus. Wait, who are the others? Um, the. So. For your. What? Six, <laughs> were they like six children kids? were removed from the couple's home, including an 11 month old who was Denon's only child with Reed. Um, oh, so there might have been children with other. Yeah, four year old. Sorry, the four year old and the 11 month old are now in uh, custody of the Department of Human Services. The other four children were turned over over to their biological father. So they probably which, came with the mother. Yes, Damn. which I question at that point, how the fuck did the mom get custody? Yeah, I fucking, oh my, yeah, mm. I don't know. That is because mom. Yeah, that's it, ultimately the conclusion I can come to yeah. because mother. I mean, at this point, I'm I'm thinking like, how about we just hand these folks over to North Korea? Just like, <laughs> here you go. Have some Americans. <laughs> that, well, that would be a way to get rid of people you don't like. Here, we're just going to dump you in North Korea. Yeah. Have fun. Here, Kim Jong-il, Un, whoever the fuck. Kim Jong-il and shit fuck. That's his rapper name. Yeah. <laughs> Kim Jong-il and shit, shit like, fuck Un. Yeah. <laughs> fuck Un. Shit fuck Kim, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Dog ass guy your, um your your redneck is yeah, showing uh fucking just hand them out tell all the american tourists to get the fuck out of dodge and then uh just send these guys over and then at the same time have america start <laughs> making threats and saying that we sent a bunch of spies in huh 
And then, <laughs> and then just like, here you go. <laughs> That's rude. Um, Funny. Uh, just just because, cover them in fake because wires. Honestly, at this point, I cannot imagine a painful enough punishment for these people. No, it's fucking kids. Jesus. These people deserve the worst like the worst society has to offer. I think they just need to make a list of everything they did to these kids and be like, all right, well, now this is for you. Yeah. So zip tie them to the bed, beat them, beat them with a wooden you get paddle. To what kind of an awful fucking person do you have to be to do that? Like, I, right? Like, it's, it's the kind of thing like, you know, just let them rot in a fucking isolation cell until the kids are old enough to decide what the fuck to do with them. I think both of them should have their legal names changed to idiot. <laughs> <laughs> as punishment. Be like, well, oh, and then I, they, then the they need is, to be as part of their prison sentence, zip tied to the beds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> zip tied to the beds with their cells wide open, just like for any prisoner to come and go. As they and then leave. just the you know no bathrooms in the cell. Actu- they just use yeah. the inmates. And actually, no, I take that back. I said put them in an isolation cell. No, Gen Pop, and yeah. tell the whole prison what the fuck they did. Basically, that's oh, yeah. how it needs to be. Put up a sign that uh, that they now uh, currently have revolving that, buttholes. And yeah, they're going to <laughs> make them carry around a sign in Gen Pop. Like that, that should be the new. Prison, that should be I the new kids. The new lethal injection is just letting the inmates know what they've done. Yeah, yeah. there you go. That'll get them beat for sure. Hey, look, child rapist. Oh, they're dead. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. him. Fuck him. That is oh. one thing. Like, it's funny that. It's kind of ridiculous that you could you could basically do anything to anyone else, but second you do something to a child, fucking inmates, like they could have brutally murdered like a family of fucking people. Like, Charles Manson would be like, "No, you're fucked." <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, like as soon as you start doing stuff to kids, they're just like, "Nope." That- well, and it, it's rightfully so because kids have literally. No recourse. No way to no way to even understand what's going yeah, on. Yeah, they have no way to even understand that there like, is better they, than what they like that they deserve better than what they're getting. Yeah. Like as an adult, you like know perfectly when you're demonstrated over. by the fact that a little girl thinks her name is idiot. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the same reason people get so pissed off, like about cases of like animal abuse and child abuse. The same because you know these these kids, these dogs. You know they don't understand that there is better. They yeah. just think that that is life that now. Is and they just go along with it because they can't get out of it. Right? Yeah, th- it's it's not is, within their power. Yeah, and this is what fucking breaks human beings like entirely. Like, and I feel so bad for these kids because they're never going to have a normal life. Never. Not ever. And no. it's because of these two fucking monsters that this happened, right? And like, you know, you hear somebody uh, being abusive to an adult it, that's already shitty and you're like fuck that guy or fuck that woman or fuck whoever the fuck fuck Kim Jong whatever the fuck his yeah. name is right but like you know these kids have no way to even understand that they should be getting better like it, yeah. you know it's, at least if like at least on the like it's shitty to say but at the very least when this stuff sort of happens to an adult at least they're developed enough to, you know, it'll still affect them, obviously. Yeah. And I mean, it can still be very life damaging. But the fact that, you know, a kid is still building shit from the ground up. Yeah. And you're going to yep. input all this information in them that well, this is how life is. Yeah, It's like not only do they not have the, an ability to fight back, they don't even understand yet that they should be. Yeah. You know, Yeah, the comprehension of right and wrong and. 
you know exactly what, what it what is is what is you know so it's it, not there i don't know it, it's one of those things like if you're having kids like swear to god it's the kind of thing like if you have a kid there we should have an entire government agency dedicated to making sure that that kid isn't fucked yeah, like not yeah. like not like, just here's your kid go on and raise them but well, actually like checking in making sure it's you know being exactly taken care of properly like healthily <laughs> like you know making sure the kid at the very least is not being emotionally and physically abused yeah you yeah. know like it, it's one of those things like so i read this thing on reddit somebody was talking about uh the whole like birth process because somebody was like what was the thing that you that uh you felt like you were doing something illegal but was totally legal and this woman posted leaving the hospital with my child after she'd given birth because it's like you give birth and like you stay there they make sure you're all good maybe you're there for a day or two then they're like okay here's your kid and then you just leave off you go with a human being in your hands yeah and like that's it uh, you there's like she was talking about how like she felt like there should have been like a police car following her or some shit but no it's just like you're just sent out into the world with another human being in your fucking hands good luck yeah, and yeah. Like, well and we, like, we've talked about it before right how there should be some sort of test or permission something at like least, even not something. permission but per, like you need to be uh licensed to be prepared for it yeah so, uh, i know some people don't necessarily think it through and end up with a child that's one thing but this there's no way this was a you know oops we had a kid let's get married kind i mean of thing. it could have been but well i, I don't know a, how you oops six fucking kids yeah so like i don't know i like and that's the thing it's ugh. one of those things where i don't have the answer because like beyond like because you know the other than like because any answer i can give is basically just eugenics you know, like uh, you know, you know so what there should equally be equally fucked, but it's like there's there's gotta be a way. There's gotta be something. We need it. We need to create something, something along the lines of a metal detector, but a competency detector. The, the competency I just want to, so yeah. when you walk through, a it's like shitty ming, person detector. You're like okay, person, perfect. You know, walk through. Okay, you can now have children, but somebody empty your pockets. You know, <laughs> yeah. We need like the the like one of those wavy sticks that just detects whether you're a shitty human being. <laughs> <laughs> like that. That's it. It's just like you. Yeah, every person when they hit eighteen, they have to get fucking scanned. Now, now this one says you're generally a good person. Uh, you have been to Four Chan a couple of times, the, but uh, we can yeah. we can Though, overlook that for this fantasy to not turn into a weird post-human, post-apocalyptic, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> fucking animal farm kind of thing. Uh, it has to be completely infallible. It has to be one hundred percent accurate. You're just a shitty human being. There, yeah. There's almost a point to where I believe that we just need to remove free will from every situation <laughs> so that everyone can be safe. <laughs> there, like, I some days I genuinely believe that. There are times. There are times where it's like, man, uh, like you, you know me. I'm all like, yeah, freedom of speech and freedom to do what you Except want. Except for you yeah. and you and you. Yeah, like, and then like this shit happens and i'm like i your your free speech is really really testing my fucking (laughs) (laughs) like oh my god i like i like i want people to be free to make their own decisions and then it's like you do this and i'm like you're really pushing the limits of what i'm willing to argue for here man it's it's quentin tarantino's preacher character from little nicky 
and the Lord loves you, and the Lord loves you, but you make the Lord very nervous. <laughs> 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 fucking. You just run oh. into that one person, and you're like, nope, no fucking way. Yeah. Oh. As part of getting your driver's license, like, like, yeah, it, it would be like the you turn 16, you have to get your driver's license. It's just like it's a class you take. It's like math. You do you take your driving test, and at the same time, you get the fucking whether you're a shitty person or not scan, and then you go about your life, you know? And as long as it's like 50% to pass, like as long as we can, you know, trust you with, you know, at least. What about the people that can't drive though? I, you just get the scan then. Honestly, I pass and actually, you get a scan. I'm, I'm, just thinking, don't get like, the license at the I'm thinking like the career chip from Futurama. Uh, I don't watch enough Futurama to know oh, that yeah, they, Oh, no? No. Uh, anyway, they, they have career chips. They're, you just, they're stamped into your hand. They just tell you what you can oh, do. Oh, yeah. Shit like that. Yeah. It's, it's like your, it's like your permanent <laughs> guidance yeah. counselor. It'd, it'd, yeah. it'd be like an ARFID tag it's, just with a single phrase saying shitty or not shitty. <laughs> it's just, again, for this to not turn into a weird dystopian future, it would actually have to be like perfect and infallible it's just there yeah. are no such thing no so such unfortunately thing. it's oh my god if I, there's any doubt on a scan though you could have a multiple choice test and then like a baby road test like I, I i mean and it's one of those things too like if you're convicted of child abuse like this i'm sorry you're getting sterilized like just straight up you're sterilized now like you can't have <laughs> kids anymore X-ray you are no not fucking loud that, yeah like you're not allowed. Like I mean, we like th- there's gotta be something, some <laughs> form of recourse. Like, sir, take off your pants and stand directly in front of the X-ray machine. Yeah, yeah you deserve this. Yeah. Like, oh fuck. We've anyway, been on this a yeah, while. We have. Yeah. We have. We've, we're going around in circles now. We should but... probably. Adam, do you have a motherfucking picture? Uh, I do have a motherfucking picture. Okay. Do we want to take a quick break first, and then maybe, play maybe we thing? can take the break. Do yeah, we'll the motherfucking picture. My and... thing's really short, but it'll be funny. Yeah, so, so let's, we, it can it uh, can be a prelude to the emails. We'll, we'll make you all take the uh, the personality test. I'm doing it right now. Uh, everybody, yeah. uh, I guess while go break... to sixteen personalities dot com and do the test. The test how you do. Stratton personality test. Yeah. yeah see see how for, this works for listeners. If you do this, email us in and tell us what personality type you are. Yeah. And how, how much it was accurate. All right. Here is the car. We'll, we'll play this and uh, stuff happens. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Carr. And today I'm going to talk about one of the great bastions of democracy. No, I'm not talking about elections this time. Free speech. So it's one of those things that everybody always totes and enshrines and it's basically gospel truth, especially to Americans who don't actually like to read fine print. And it's something that actually, that kind of was sort of brought to light to me again. I had sort of actually a bit of an incident coming home today, uh, which sort of overrode my original topic for tonight. Um, so free speech, what is it? Well, long story short, it's your God and or democratically constitutionally, whatever, given right to say what you want. Now, more specifically, it gives you the right to say, publish, etc., whatever you want, without the fear of reprisal from your government. Now, that's the important part, because the thing that a lot of people seem to forget about free speech is that, yes, 
you entirely have the right to say and speak and print whatever the hell you want to. That does not free you from the repercussions or the consequences of having an opinion, and much less so having that opinion out on the internet for all to see, or in the middle of the world for all to see, or on a street corner, whatever. Now, the initial thing that I wanted to, that sort of made me want to revive this, is there are these fantastically annoying people uh, here in Calgary uh, that are part of an incredibly... No, you know what I'm going to say? Incredibly militant um, pro-life group, um, anti-abortion activists. And, okay, I get it, and I'm not going to turn the whole debate into this because that is five cans of worms and a side of a barrel of monkeys. I just know, you know. Um, but in, in short, what these people do, and I don't know if you've seen them in your own hometowns, but here in Calgary, they love to take the most graphic, um, immediate, post-abortion pictures that they can find, blow them up to enormous billboards, and stand on street corners saying how everybody is a sinner for doing such a terrible thing. Um, okay. And that goes back to my free speech thing. Now, I, in the slightest, don't like it. Uh, not, not even a little bit. I think it is deplorable. I think it is disgusting. I think it is way beyond the measure of good taste. But it does also fall within the rights of free speech, to a point. There is definitely an argument to me that by putting it on a street corner, they're actually endangering drivers um, or endangering you know, pedestrians. And it's obvious though that they don't actually think of those consequences. They just, they absolutely want to get their message out there. And I just about confronted these people just because of something that has also happened in my own personal life that I'm not going to get into. But long story short, I renewed my opinion somewhat on that issue. Uh, and I was actually about to really lay into these guys because I was tired off work and I couldn't believe these people were doing this again. And then I noticed that there was the one sneaky lady standing behind one of the uh, light posts with a handycam pointed at the signs, who's obviously there to entrap anybody who does decide to start some crap, uh, whether that be purely verbal or if they someone were to do something a little bit more aggressive against the signage, which again... I wasn't about to go that far, but all oh, those guys really pissed me off. And basically, it's almost like glorified clickbait. They know that they're doing that to stir up shit. They know that they're doing that in a way that is going to make people pissed off and is not going to allow for a reasonable discussion. And honestly, that's what that's what the entire idea of free speech is, to is supposed to come back to, right? That was, I mean, if you're going to use the example of the American Constitution, was written in an era where... Kings and queens were still very much the hot shit in Europe and in European cultures, like North America. Um, and saying something that somebody else didn't like could legitimately get you thrown in prison, or worse, hung. Hanged. Whatever the proper term for that is. You were going to dangle. Because that's the kind of power that the law gave the monarch. Or more specifically, the law didn't protect you for saying that King George was an enormous twatter. Um, and so that's an important part of, like, when, when that is not... Nowadays, we take it completely for granted, the fact that we are allowed to say whatever the hell we want about Trudeau, about Trump, about Hillary, about Barack Obama, whatever you want, as long as it's just saying it. Um, and you cannot be arrested for having those opinions. You cannot be thrown in jail. You cannot be executed for having those opinions. And that is important because being able to properly discuss the things your leaders are doing right or wrong is an incredibly fundamental part of 
a democracy and about being able to actually pick who you want to lead you. Um, but to a less extent, it also just allows for discussion about general discourse. And whenever you allow that discussion to write basically that, oh, you're allowed your free speech until I don't like it, and now you're not allowed it anymore because now it's offending on my right of free speech because now I'm not free to not be offended and go home and I'm taking my bat in my ball. <laughs> because that's what some of this internet stuff has become. The internet has allowed... Uh, because the thing is with, with up until recently, right, and, and, and people have anonymously printed things forever. I mean, I'm going to use the great example of um, Hamilton. And again, I've talked about this before, is how it discusses uh, how some of the characters in that play, just like their historical counterparts, wrote things under pseudonyms all the time, uh, under fake names all the time, to say things about their political opponents that they didn't like. And that's back when America wasn't even a country yet. Um, and it's, the internet has basically become the new, the new ability to do that. Um, people are able to hide behind fake names and fake identities to be able to say some truly ridiculous or hateful things just because they don't like what someone else is doing. A great example of that is that there was a gentleman, uh, who made a sandwich, uh, who owns a sandwich shop in Windsor. Uh, his name is, uh, Lawrence Lavender. And he made this fantastic joke that I absolutely loved. Uh, he made the Trump sandwich, which is two white pieces of white bread and a whole lot of bologna in the middle. Uh, and some other wonderful additions like Russian dressing, a very tiny pickle, and a wall of Mexican chips. It's, again, beautiful. But, of course, Trump's going to make America great again, and how dare you insult this icon of American ingenuity and valor and justice and just awesomeness. So now we're going to go flood your uh, your sandwich shop with a bunch of bad reviews, because that's what we're going to do, because the internet. And it's allowing these people, these people have gone and put like some truly like hateful, vulgar, very inappropriate things on basically this guy's sandwich shop Yelp review because Trump. And it's a real shame because, like I said, is this is got every right to have his free speech that he thinks that Trump is a couple pieces of white bread with just a whole bunch of bologna in the middle. Fantastically clever satire. Love it. Mr. Lawrence, keep it up. Um... But then again, that does not give you then the right to then just, again, and these are public internet reviews of this guy's business, and you're going to just do stupid shit like that because reasons. And it's just, yeah, I don't know. Again, your right to free speech, for one, does not preclude somebody else's right, nor does it give you the right to just be completely vulgar about it or hateful or when things start getting really stupid, actually making threats. Another thing that the wonderful age that is the internet has allowed us to do. Um, I sometimes think that if people absolutely had to use their real identities when making, say, a YouTube account, um, that YouTube comments might for once actually be somewhat constructive. Um, or there'd be just a whole lot more people getting beat up. I'm not sure which one. Fortunately, in the internet, most people that you're that are being dumb are way out of any sort of feasible travel distance. So there's that, I guess. But yeah, basically, just my my story short is this: especially as we start moving into the true knit and grit of these campaigns in the fall and everything like that, is just remember 
they get free speech too. And the more that we actually just think about it, that, that, you know, we are allowed to say these things, but also keep in mind that whatever you say or do can and will be used against you in the court of public opinion. Um, and just take a moment to think, is this really worth it? Um, or am I, am I willing to basically take the backlash for saying something incredibly stupid? Um, and on the flip side, am I really willing to degrade myself to a bunch of stupid swears, curses, or otherwise being an absolute arse and making an arse of myself just because I don't like the specifics of what this person said? It is all right to speak out. And again, I have advocated it again and again and again and again. But a little bit of respect does go a long way in the face of all parties, whether you're making some comments on a YouTube video or standing next to a bloody enormous street sign on the corner of McLeod Trail. It's just, have some class, and I think we'd all be better for it. That's all for me for today. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or want to bash on my right to free speech, us at unfurled.net. As always, enjoy the rest of Unfurled. I believe Tao would like to bash on Carr's right to free no. speech. He's oh. going to explode. No. Oh, Carr. No. Oh. So no. I, I was out okay. for, for most of this. Uh, I, I heard some musings about Trump. and uh, Let's, let's so, put it this way. We're, I have an article. We're going to talk about that and avoid this rant. Well, I do. Or we can give you some time to uh, consider carefully the things you would like to say. And, and were uh, you not going to do this off the podcast anyways? Well... I did just want to say one thing, Carr, and that is that the exact thing you're talking about right now with the shitty reviews against Trump's sandwich happened to a certain bakery who didn't want to bake a cake for a gay wedding. So that freedom of speech also protected that. So the freedom of speech is and always should be 100% infallible. This, it, it, you can't have it both ways. So, that said, because, <laughs> oh man, I've got about 30 minutes of rant stored up for that one. Okay, uh, well, let's have, it, uh, let's have it none of it for the podcast. <laughs> I, we were joking that uh, I need a triggered alarm sitting on the table. You just slowly ramp up as you feel, just like... Yeah, I, I was saying it should start out with the triggered JPEG at zero uh, percent opacity, just, and it then just starts fucking shaking faster and faster. <clears throat> or yeah, or just starts out as a still image, and then like the more it goes up, the so more it starts shaking. shaking yeah. <laughs> just as it goes, we should have like a like a Russell meter. Yeah, how how bad your the, Jimmy's yeah are the Russell the Russell meter. Yeah, and how then we'll bad have a then then we'll have a dude named Russell <laughs> and, uh, on a scale of zero to Russell. How, how, are your how are you, Jimmy's? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Snap into oh. his limb, Jim. So oh. uh, paint us a motherfucking picture, and then we can go into these personality tests. Yes. Deal. Yeah, this is interesting. Okay, so my uh, article is uh, is about a nice little hotel in uh, Boone, North Carolina. Oh, it's in the boonies. It could be in the boonies. It could be. Boone, um, North Carolina. Yes, Boone, North Carolina. I think that's where the term boonies came from. <laughs> it, it could be. Then it again, could be. I could be uh I, I could be uh Ron Burgundying that. I was gonna say maybe somebody just, you know, typoed the Goonies and decided that that's <laughs> what it is now. <laughs> yeah. 
So you ever see that movie, The Boonies? According to Ron Burgundy, Boone is actually where the term boonies came from. <laughs> we'll go with sure and continue. Oh, San Diego. Um, so I'm painting you a motherfucking picture. Okay. Okay. So imagine, you know, say you're you're in North Carolina for whatever reason. Who knows? Maybe they've got a drugs. <laughs> Maybe they have a famous cheese festival or something you want to go there for. Who knows? Really? Who knows? But uh, any hoodle. So you're in North Carolina. You know, you're like, you need a place to stay. You don't know anybody Enjoying there. some barbecue. Yeah, you're you're new there. You're new there. So you uh, you get yourself a hotel and you're like, oh, it's kind of a swanky hotel. It's kind of nice. And you're thinking, ah, oh, you know, this was a good pick. You know, this got four out of five stars on, you know, reallyawesomehotels.com. Sweet. Perfect. Perfect. So you're uh, you're enjoying your time and you, you figure you go out for the day. Had a good restful sleep, go out for the day. And you come back and uh, you notice something on your pillow after the room has been made up and everything after your stay. So uh, for after your first night. And what do you think was on that pillow? What, what, kind, what kind of things can you imagine would be on your bed after you come back from? A severed hand? Poop? No, no poop. No severed hands. Although that would be interesting. Now, if the severed hand was holding poop. A thin no, mint. Be... No, a couple of thin mints. You know what? A couple of thin mints. $10,000. If only, right? <laughs> Pay for your stay and a lot more. That'd be perfect. Yep. So uh, An uplifting fortune cookie. No uplifting fortune cookie. But there was a seemingly uplifting note by the housekeeper. Okay. Okay. And you can imagine, you know, a few things that, you know, nice things maybe a housekeeper would say, but it's pretty unusual for them to leave a note. Thank you. You're beautiful while you're sleeping. Yeah, things like that, right? Thank you for the $500 tip. (laughs) Exactly, right? I even myself, working construction out of town, I used to write notes it's like, because they always had a pad with special requests. And I'd be like, can I please have a dish with nothing but red M&Ms? Like, I'd always put ridiculous requests on there. They never got fulfilled, but it was always fun. <laughs> I'm sure the housekeeper had a couple of chuckles anyways. So this particular housekeeper took it upon themselves to leave their customer a note. So the note starts out, hello, with a big exclamation point. Oh, that's very nice. Nice and friendly. Ah, very friendly. Or, Hope you're enjoying or, your stay. Or very angry <laughs> and sarcastic. Hello. Yeah, uh, like hello, yeah. But but it follows in a hope you're enjoying your stay. Oh, that's nice. You're getting a warm, fuzzy feeling. You're like, oh man, this letter's really ramping me up. I can't <laughs> wait to read what's next. <laughs> and it continues on as please let us know if you have any concerns or questions or you need anything. Oh, that's nice. That's great. Perfect. Yep. And then the nice cap off to the letter is Enjoy your day like it's going to be your last. (laughs) 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 And all you can picture is, I don't know, Javier, the housekeeper, you know, quietly sitting in your closet with just that creepy, like three inches a vision just showing one eyeball <laughs> as he watches you read the letter, breathing heavily in, <laughs> oh in the God. linen closet. <laughs> like, 
It, it, uh, it just it's not directed that way but like it totally whole, comes off death threat yeah it does that comes off they, they would have been much better off saying something like carpe diem or seize the day <laughs> like or... the, the fact and then the fact that like right at the end of it it's a dash and like by unknown so that's even worse <laughs> and then down at the bottom it is like it's like you know, your housekeeper, Randy. And it's got like stars around the name and oh. like like cute little swirls and things like to jazz up the uh, name a little bit. Oh, enjoy, enjoy your day like it's going to be your last. It just takes a dark so turn right at the end. <laughs> that's like, that's like, like delightful. Something, something that needs to be read in a GLaDOS voice. Yeah, that, that's the kind of thing where like I would take out my cell phone because at that point I don't trust the hotel phone and phone the police. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would probably chalk a note like that up to what it was actually intended for. I'd still laugh my ass off, though. <laughs> like, I'd just read that and be like, man, you need to work on this uh, whole communication thing, because this is obviously not your forte. It's it's just exactly like how we learned this week at work that punctuation is very important. Yeah, well, oh, it's it's so like important. that whole let's eat grandpa Versus let's eat, Grandpa. <laughs> yeah. Commas save lives. Yep. yep. It's, it's, it's a lot like that. We, we had a particular quote about there was, a, there was a line for services running through a, customer's, through a customer's yard. And without punctuation, the note read something like, uh, there was a line going through the backyard. Customer is lying naked in the backyard but what it meant to say was that the line is lying naked in the customer's customer's backyard but without punctuation reads that the customer is lying naked in their backyard (laughs) like many concerns from the customer lying naked in their backyard (laughs) but with no punctuation i'd have concerns That, that would concern me greatly if I had to go going to the... going to a service call expecting a naked customer just sort of just it's... and it's apparently it's not out of the realm of possibility. I've heard stories. <laughs> no, so. see, unfortunately, I would like I would not question somebody telling me that there is a customer naked in their backyard <laughs> and that you have to go do a service call. See, now for this, I would I would write a note back, I think. And my note back would be like, you know. Thanks for your good wishes. I appreciate the time you've taken to, to communicate with me. You'll find $30 in the first door. Please don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> or, I don't know, you can amp it up a little bit. Just please, be like... Not even please don't kill me. It has to say, please don't hurt me. <laughs> How about something like, you know, enclosed, like, uh, placed placed underneath this note is $5 for great service and a loaded weapon... Your move. (laughs) As you hide under the bed with just a knife in your teeth, just waiting for them. That would be hilarious. Well, well, well-meaning wishes going the way they didn't intend to are always humorous. Or just, it, it, just respond back with the note, not if I see you first. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, like, this is the thing, too, is it's like, anything like that can be seen as very creepy if it's said in, like, the wrong way. Like, that one guy who says happy holidays and, like, just that really weird tone, and you're like, I can't tell if he's, like, 
mad at me or gonna follow me or if he actually just meant happy holidays <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's kind of like like if you're setting up to like play a prank on someone or yeah you know like surprise them with something or you're up to something just you always seem super suspicious <laughs> regardless yeah. of of what your yeah, intentions the are is like have a great day and you're like uh was i thank you was, hey was, jeff saw you at the bus stop have a great day. Yeah, and it's like, um, I, I, would, I was now. planning on it, and should I be worried? <laughs> like, is, is there a reason I'm not going to? Don't forget to check your car this morning. Like, anytime somebody says something, like they know something that you don't. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're clearly hiding information. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, I just finished cleaning your toilet. Have a good stay. And then he just leaves, and you're like, uh, and your first thing is like, check the toilet to make sure they didn't like put spiders in it or something. Did that bitch, po- <laughs> did that bitch poison my toilet? Like, uh, you started watching. <laughs> yeah, oh. or like the overly friendly waitress who puts a drink down in front of you. Now you really enjoy that drink, and then like wanders away, and you're like, um, no, thank you. Yeah, I, <laughs> just like pour it into the plant. <laughs> <Good luck>. That's <laughs> blood. <laughs> yeah, that's cat's blood. <laughs> it's definitely that's cat blood. That's blood. Oh. Uh, uh, that's awesome. Right. All right. Do we? So, oh yeah. We there was the personality test. We did them. I'm I'm curious how you guys did. Yeah. So why don't we go in reverse order? Because we always go go clockwise. So let's start with let's start with the Adoom. That's me. No, it's I. Not. Oh, okay. We replaced you. you oh, I am now an Android. Yes. So the Android version of Adoom. Uh, did the personality test, and I came out as the protagonist. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, we we can all read the first paragraph of of what our personality tests yeah, say. Give us a general summation <clears throat> and tell us if that fits you or not. Um, I'd say I'd say quite a bit actually. Yeah. yeah so basically, like, um, effectively, the protagonist their their kind of version of the protagonist and what they say here is that you're full of passion uh you've got lots of energy uh you try to make everyone around you feel better uh and you try to promote and support other people um as much as you can mainly emotionally and make sure everyone's always having a good time um you're you're a good decisive worker and um yeah neat that just, actually does sound like you. Just a just a happy motherfucker. <laughs> yep. So my results are the mediator. INFP-T. INFP, eh? Yeah. What is the, that one the, of the What the hell is that, by the way? Uh the, so uh so the the I is whether you are an introvert or an extrovert. Yeah, introverted, N, obviously. The N or uh I can't remember what the other one is, is uh um uh Thinking versus, or not thinking, uh, it's... Um, like emotions versus thinking? No, that one's the uh, uh, intuitiveness versus um, uh, something else. I can look these. Uh, yeah. yeah, intuitive versus... Um, it should say fuck, there. I forgot. It, well, my mine's only showing the... Um, you have to go all the way, like, all the way back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's, let's see if I can go back here. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can go back to mine. Keep talking. I'll pull it up. Yep. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Uh, Intuitive versus observant. Thinking versus feeling. uh, Judging versus prospecting. And assertive versus turbulent. Yep. So Um, that assertive versus turbulent isn't actually part of the Myers-Briggs? 
originally. Uh, that's something that this site added. Okay. But I'll, uh, I'll just go over the first paragraph here. I feel like it's fairly accurate. Oh, yeah? Um, mediated personalities are true idealists, always looking for the hint of good and even the worst of people and events, searching for ways to make things better. While they may be perceived as calm, reserved, or, e- and, or even shy, mediators have an inner flame and passion that can truly shine. Comprising just 4% of the population, the risk of feeling misunderstood is unfortunately high for the mediator personality type. But when they find like-minded people to spend their time with, the harmony they will Ghost. be a, the harmony they feel will be a fountain of joy and inspiration. Uh, that kind of does sound like you, yeah. 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 What, um, what did you get, Vox? So I came out as the campaigner. Oh, okay. Which is interesting. I don't know if I completely agree with this. There is, of but course, a lot. Again, if you, it comes down to the different, uh, different situations for, for how it works. So mine came back saying, um, the campaigner personality is a true free spirit. They are often the life of the party, but unlike uh, types in the explorer role group, campaigners are less interested in the sheer excitement and pleasure of the moment than they are in enjoying social and emotional connections they make with others. Uh, charming, independent, energetic, and compassionate, the 7% of the population they comprise can certainly be felt in any crowd. Huzzah! Hot damn. Hooray. Yeah, I thought it was, uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's a yeah. huge test, too. It comes back with like 10 pages of different bits of information, and that's the free test. Yeah, there's I'm like... used to the, like, because when I was back at my old company, uh, we did DISC, which is another personality placement that's focused on teamwork. Yep. And the free test gives you like, two paragraphs and basically people you should work with people you need to work to work with and that was it <laughs> and then you had to pay like 30 bucks to get the the full report this is actually impressive yeah and see i'll just read mine real quick because uh, uh i like when i read this i actually started laughing again this is coming off of uh, uh 16com i just thought it was really interesting uh the entp personality type is the ultimate devil's advocate <laughs> uh-huh Thriving on the process of shredding arguments and beliefs and letting the ribbons drift in the wind for all to see. Unlike the more determined judging counterparts, ENTPs don't do this because they're trying to achieve some deeper purpose or strategic goal, but for the simple reason that it's fun. (laughs) (laughs) No one loves the process of mental sparring more than ENTPs as it gives them a chance to exercise their effortlessly quit wit, blah, 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 broad knowledge. Um... Capacity for connecting disparate ideas to prove their points. Um, And then it's like, this tactic shouldn't be confused with the sort of mutual understanding diplomats seek. ENTPs, like all analyst types, are on a constant quest for knowledge. And what better way to gain it than to attack and defend an idea from every angle? (laughs) Yeah, again, that that fits. (laughs) I just read it. I'm like, oh, my God. It it's perfect. Oh, that is actually yeah. Really see, whereas one of my highlights was the diplomat. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, mine. Which came... is why you frustrate me so much. <laughs> yeah, and what, mine came back saying that uh, I have trouble. Um, I have trouble in discussions or debates with people who are judgmental and stuff because I'm not willing. That basically, I take the the emotional side of the argument and don't want to make you feel bad in an argument. <laughs> uh, and that that's the thing is like for me, the, the, it was actually warning uh, on the ENTP thing. There's a warning further down that it's like you have to be careful because uh, you'll probably piss off and insult a lot of people 
because which you have because <laughs> like that's the thing is like you look at it unemotionally you just no this is how it is and if you don't think that way your ideas are wrong and stupid <laughs> <laughs> and like whereas with the more emotional ones are like well i can see how you feel that way but you know yeah other people feel this way and it's like trying to find this middle ground i'm just like nah you're dumb <laughs> Uh, uh, so yeah send in go ahead do the test send in your results we would love to see yeah more examples of how this works out and how you feel it, it equates yeah just let us know if you thought it was accurate again, or not mine i think came, mine yeah. came out slightly more extroverted than i actually end up being congratulations colfie you got the mediator you you could look up what the introverted type of yours is you just take the the e and replace it with an i and you just google that oh i'll do that later but uh <laughs> uh, car car apparently wants my attention for something yeah i'm curious what he has to say um i'm gonna start pulling up email though yeah i've got in the meantime while he's typing out whatever response he wants to give me um do, do, where is, oh yeah that's right i reformatted my phone and i don't have email anymore you terrible terrible i person. am bad at this um, I've flashed my phone like three times in the yesterday trying to find a so setting I, looked, I liked. Um, the introvert of me is Roland. Is it? Which oh. actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's of course one of those things like you don't want to base all your fucking life decisions well, on it. Like, but... like any online personality test. Remember. Grain, grain of salt. Yeah. Well, remember they are generalized. They have oh, to yeah. be. Uh, this isn't going down sitting out with a you know psychotherapist who's going to sit down and actually fucking uh, categorize things, right? Um, <laughs> oh, Car is just saying that I definitely have that. No, you're wrong. You you do. It, <laughs> you have no idea the frustration it causes. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, why don't we continue our rotation then, and we'll make uh, we'll make Adam read the first email. I can definitely do that. Do it. Nope, time's up. New email. Ah. Uh, uh, <laughs> no. The, the dead air is bad. I love it. Uh, it's the so most great. awkward I fucking know. pause. It's, it's my favorite thing to do to you because it bugs you so much. <laughs> so, it doesn't just bug me. I'm sure it bugs our listeners, too. No, Tal, you're wrong. Oh, fuck. No, 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 because... Because I'm sending them into a panic whether or not the podcast is working or not. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Just in the yeah, middle of a sentence, we all just stop talking for about two minutes. Yeah, it's just like silence. We need to get really good at like speaking, but with words removed. So that sounds like static. <laughs> <laughs> My view on the... Yeah, but then they... Jack. Then they, then they just hear the weird mouth sounds. I was like making mouth. Don't salivate so much then. <laughs> All right. Emails All right. And then let's get the fuck out of here. Okay. So our first email or last email, depending on the order you look at the emails in, is Satanic Furry. And Satanic Furry writes, good evening, Steve Bolshemi. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, Larry Bird, sock puppet infiltrator and reused goat pun. You unoriginal son of a bitch. Oh my god. <laughs> Gaming, we all love it. My question to you, however, is which console had the best games, i.e. PS2, <laughs> Xbox 360, etc.? PlayStation. PC Master Race. Uh, for me, it's... Oh, this is hard. 
It, it is hard to say. I would I would say PC or uh, sorry, PlayStation or Game Boy. PC Master Race. See, uh, I I got the most involved in Super Nintendo games, like emotionally mm. linked, except for some of the more modern PCs. Actually, stuff. Super Nintendo yeah. had some fantastic RPGs. I mean, yeah, my first console is sitting right there. See, and like that's my my Sega Genesis. Th- that question for me is more or less which console had the best RPGs, because those were pretty much my jam. I yep. was all about the platformers. I'd say I'd say it depends what you're playing. But Super Nintendo did have Mega Man, the Mega Man X series. Yeah. For me, the Super Nintendo had the first game to actually like stir up emotional responses at due to story. So Yeah. I like I loved playing on my Genesis. I really did. Um, you know, it's one of those like good childhood memories. But the I mean, Sonic and Lemmings and Echo the Dolphin weren't exactly the most emotional games. <laughs> I don't know. I would I would put Echo under rage games for me. Uh, Holy <laughs> fuck the rage that thing caused yeah, me. It, it was shit. good at that, that's for sure. But I don't know if that's the emotional response they were going no, for. No, I don't think that was the intent. <laughs> it certainly wasn't uh, Super Meat Boy yeah. in its design. The, the first games I really got attached to uh, were all PC games. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. Okay, and... So like the PC games I got to play were like Hugo's House of Horror and Jazz Ball. And solitaire, <laughs> pinball. free cell, Microsoft pinball. Oh yeah, I'm pinball. Oh, pinball, space cadet. Yeah, good old space cadet. All right, and on a different WoW base note, for Tal, Windrider Master over there, the Pandaren have Pandaria. We have Mulgore and Thunderbluff. You think you have it bad? We had we had Gilneas, but now we only have a couple of trees in Darnassus. A pink violet neon forest is no place for Victorian era alien werewolves. This is why the Worgen can't have nice things because the Forsaken and Lady Sylvanas always fuck things up for us. <laughs> we, being Worgen, also don't seem to get much love from well. We got our introduction and an interesting backstory, but that's it. There has been little to no Worgen story progression throughout Kata and beyond. We might get some more progression in Legion as Greymane seems to be gunning for Sylvanas again. However, that'll probably only be there as story for Greymane and not for Worgen as a whole. As more racial leaders will probably being probably being getting the Warcraft of Thrones treatment later in Legion. That what are your thoughts on the current recently dead racial leaders? Like them, hate them. Um, I don't know much honestly yeah, I, about. I can't comment on. Yeah, this. say enough about. <clears throat> well, the, the human king dude fucking died, which was interesting. Good. Um. Oh. <laughs> fucking alliance the, uh, I mean the the Torin chieftain he's still alive so I mean whatever I'm good that's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your uh, race is fine yeah, yeah as long as lady sylvanas is still kicking that's, yeah, that's and good then, for me uh, and then yeah the, the new person taking over the fucking horde I can't fucking remember Bob but, but Bob, yeah. Bob, Bob the orc Bob, Bob the orc yeah. Bob yeah. the orc Bork troll buddy Bork the orc troll dude died Vol, Voljin or whoever the fuck yeah, he, yeah, I don't know. I can't died. keep track of this shit anymore. <laughs> there's too many. So there's your uh, there's, <laughs> there's your, your answer. <laughs> yeah. There's well, your half-assed answer. World of Warcraft leadership right now kind of plays out like a weird Game of Thrones soap opera. So like, there's a whole lot of like, you know, Vol'jin made what's her fucking face leader of the horde, and everyone's like. <gasps> And then it's, you know, I can't wait until next episode. You know, I don't know. 
I, I never really paid too much attention to that. Man, these like very... next three paragraphs are questions for Tal. This is going to take forever. It was all days of our lives kind of <laughs> shit. Anyway. Uh, if you had control over any major or minor story changes in previous expansions, what about the stories would you change? I didn't pay enough attention to the stories to really be able to make that call. I feel like it's mostly just like quick click quest. Okay, go. Perfect. Don't read. Go do quest. Yeah. Get get five centaur ears. Bring they, back. They did change. <laughs> complete they did, quest. They did change that a lot in Miss of Pandaria, uh, and it started it's a little more dynamic. Yeah, they started now. doing that a lot more in Warlords of Draenor, where you're actually following around, following around Draca and all that, and doing these quests with them in actual events. That was neat. And I think I would have gone back and like fixed the rest of the stories to do the same thing. Hmm. All right. And similar to the last, if you were able to create your own expansion storyline with as little creative restriction as possible, what would your story be about? What would be the stakes, et cetera? I think this is a question everybody could answer, honestly, but Mm. um, Um, Emerald Dream. As someone who's played approximately like two hours of WoW, I feel horribly unqualified. WoW follows all the storyline of the Warcraft games. Right. So it's like you could write the story about any one of the characters from the Warcraft games that you like. I never much played any of like the single player missions. Uh, Here's an idea. Why don't we do this? Why don't why don't some of us take some time? We'll put this we'll put this question on pause for next week and some of us can maybe look into a little bit more of the story (laughs) and then have like a somewhat decent well, answer being like, hey, this would be cool if this happened. Considering a few of us are actually playing WoW now. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, you know what I mean? I think it would be... Uh, I'll, I'll see if I can fit it in between writing story for my role-playing game I play with you guys and writing story for the role-playing game I'm planning for the game after the one I currently play with you guys. And <laughs> between all of the like unfinished writing projects I currently have. Like, I'll, I'll think something up. Like a five-minute read. Just be yeah. like, oh, neat. This is how things are, but this it's is where rare I want to see we get them. assignments. Yep. All right, and to prevent another long email segment, yeah, right, I shall sign off with the closing words of the Fallen Crown. Ugh. Nope. <laughs> for the Horde. No, yeah, for the from, horde. From, from the, the desk of Grand Marshal Hex. Thank you for your support to the Horde. Uh, we appreciate your vote, and yep. uh, click subscribe to Horde. I mean, and, if, the, uh, if the Worgen want to join the Horde, I mean, we're, we're all... I do mean, it. Undercity's right there. I'll Fucking, take Space Wolves. Yeah. Dump, dump that shit now. Un- Undercity's right, like right next door. Yeah, come up, you know, okay, we'll have a party. Save come us. Right. in. Save us. This one is from Loki. It starts, good evening, Unfurldee. <laughs> it's time for more written and random words from the strange Norwegian dude. And again, I have some follow-ups from the last episode. And Vox, yes, your request is granted. I don't remember what my request was. Uh, for an actual... Oh, for the translation. Yeah, okay. for actual pronunciation of the... But before we get to the mandatory Norwegian lesson, last episode, I asked about sports, and Vox mentioned the Olympics. And now as they are coming to an end, I want to know what you have watched from it. I have tuned in at random times to watch some of the broadcasts, and I really enjoy watching the Olympics, simply because I get to watch things that I normally never watch, like fencing, land hockey... What? Yeah, what yeah. is land hockey? Uh, is that field it's not, hockey? Non, yeah, it'd be non-ice yeah. hockey. Uh, um, so, which of these sporting events have you enjoyed watching, and what was the most awesome and or silly moment you remember from these Olympics? Uh, see, I've been bad this year for the Olympics myself. The uh, most I've so seen of I. the Olympics was what was playing on the bar TV when I was having 
I caught some of the gymnastics lunch stuff with my parents, and it was pretty interesting. <laughs> I Those just seen like move the random highlights that have popped up on my YouTube feed. That, like that's we, honestly about it, though. We saw I, I I was watching some of the long jumping and like seeing how people can move in the air is really quite surreal. Yeah, the, the, like a lot of what these athletes do just doesn't seem physically possible. I did watch a bit of the fencing because I used to fence and I like to see what would have happened if that had actually like gone places and I wasn't awful at it. Dude, <laughs> it would have been fun for me to watch field hockey because I did actually used to play provincially. Mm-hmm. So that would have been a lot of fun, but I haven't watched much of anything of it. I think other than the uh, most of the ladies teams, I think that the most enjoyable thing I've watched uh, is probably all that footage and how much ridiculousness is around that one Filipino diver. Actually, we did also watch um, soccer because uh, my cousin used to play for Canada. Hmm. And uh, so that's always good to watch. Yeah, if you haven't seen that Filipino diver, go watch that Filipino diver. I mean, have that, to do that. That that poor guy actually was two Filipino divers that basically did the exact same thing. Perfect start off the high dive. Great. Everything was good. Got about three quarters of the way through the flip and then just went, Argh! and then just kind of flapped like a bird and sort of dunked like on their back, kind of in a weird, Ooh. yeah, just not. Ooh. And two of them did it. And it was just like, uh-oh. And you know <laughs> what? It's like, they made it to the fucking Olympics. Like, you know what? They they got chosen to go and represent. Yeah, that yeah. is still more than I will ever do. Yeah, like, regardless <laughs> if they, they goofed it or not, I mean, there's a lot of pressure. A lot of people are watching. I mean, and everyone's got a bad day. It's funny as hell to watch, but I'm sure they felt, you know, you kind of feel bad for them at the same time. But go watch it. It's kind of hilarious. Yeah. All right. Uh, <clears throat> Intel, you started in on a very interesting subject last episode about the IOC being corrupt. What do you think about FIFA and UEFA and what has been going on with the last few years? Um, they're also corrupt as fuck and need to go the same direction as the IOC, <laughs> AKA burning in flames straight. All down. right. And please don't tell me you don't know because it's a perfect subject to have one of those famous tell around. So no, no, no tell rants yeah. go. We've already had like three. Yeah. yeah. We're done with tell rants. <laughs> we're, we're, we're currently in tell cooldown. We have to wait for a week before yeah, we can have any more. Uh, th- th- this is like in that, WoW. Tal's rants have a cooldown yeah. of like 24 hours at least. That ability is not ready yet. <laughs> Back to Vox and his bookcase of tea. Will you be kind enough to tell us about your favorite tea and why? I ah. know this. Do you? Yeah. What do you think my favorite tea it, is? It's that uh, that Earl Grey with the fucking the the stuff in it. The bub. Bub. I can't remember tea. the name of it. If you say it, I'd recognize it though. Earl Grey tea. The oh god. Earl Grey Come baby on. tea. What what is it? Because you're right. It is Earl Grey for sure. With the um, it's that like kind of sweet um fucking um. <laughs> You know exactly what I'm talking about. I, I actually, I don't, because I'm not sure which. So here's the thing. In my shelf of tea, I think I have at least six different variants on Earl Grey. I like Earl Grey. I like uh, creamed Earl Grey. I have a vanilla Earl Grey. Uh, I have an Earl Grey with double bergamot. I just love the flavor of it. It's always been good. It's the tea I started drinking and have been enjoying ever since. I tend to like sweeter teas. 
though I also enjoy some of the fruitier stuff as well. Um, I also, when I'm not feeling up for something sugary, I'll go for like a good solid, either like a, a straight black tea or uh, a lot of the matcha green teas are excellent. And that's what I tend to drink. Um, I'm just trying to look up what the fuck it was that, that I was thinking. Okay. Uh, Earl Grey with, and let's just see what comes up. Yeah, so here, here's the thing is, you, you say there might be more than one sort, but um, there are many, many, many sorts, and you can get quite a snobby uh, attitude about them. For me, I just drink what I like. Right? I keep wanting to say cardamom, but that's not it. I think it starts with a C. God damn it. Yeah, we'll have to look because I'm, I'm honestly not sure which of my teas you're talking about. Yeah, you had like a huge tub of it. Oh, that's bourbon vanilla. Oh, that has nothing. To uh, the bourbon, the bourbon. I thought it was All a different right. one. Anyway. Okay. Uh, yes. Anyway, Loki guesses that there might be more than one sort, but please share. Uh, okay, enough recapping the last episode. The furry fandom has is quite diverse when it comes to people and also community web pages, forums, etc. We all know about the problems for Affinity has had with downtime, etc., but there are also other community websites, Furry Network, Weasel, Ink Bunny, and more. I have listened to your previous debates and so about some of these pages before, but I want to know what you think of the most commonly used pages now. What are your opinions on the most popular pages? What makes them good or maybe not good? And what do you think, and do you think the fandom has too many of these community pages? Um, this, we could go on this for quite a bit, but for uh, Affinity, I would think is still the most popular. It's the it, oldest. It's been around yeah. the longest. It, it's, it's not the best. It's got um the population <clears throat> magnet going on, right? Yeah. You can leave to other sites, but you're not going to get the same community out of it because the community's not there. Yeah. Um, right now, for Affinity, has that whole uh. Everyone uses it because everyone uses it thing going yeah. on. Well, here's the problem I see with Fur Affinity still being like Fur Affinity is still popular because it's the oldest, but there's also the additional problem of nobody can choose what fucking site to leave to. Yeah. So we're, we're in So stage. I'm not having a weasel and a furry network and a so furry and a furry network seem to be building up a whole lot of uh, traction for a while. But that died down. That's happened with fast. every other site. There's like six of them now. Yeah. See, we're in we're into the if you guys remember how social networks sort of built originally, right? It was all about like MySpace and the shit that was before, right? Mm -hmm. There's a reason Facebook is now the core one that everyone uses, right? It had the features people wanted and the population that got to it. Now we're uh, we're at that point where there's lots of options, but the problem is one of them is like a mega core one. And it's it's hard to move on. People do business through FA. People do communication and keep track of people through FA. Yeah. So when you move to another site, you take a gamble that the people you care about and the people you want to transact business with and watch are also going to move. Right? I moved over to Furry Network for a bit, but I maybe had 30% of the stuff I wanted to, to get out of it from there. So yep. now I use both. And when you're using two, eventually you just stop using one. See, I use both, and I try to do everything through Furry Network just because I want to see that site grow. Yeah, and more, so, pe more people need to do that, and eventually, you never know, there might be a flip. 
where we reach that point where enough people have moved from one to the other where Furfinity will start to degrade. Yeah. Just because, like, I mean, uh, of the sites I've used, Furry Network seems to be the one that has the best support and I is the hate most well-programmed. I hate it. Yeah? It is so user-aggressive. Um, if, if you want to look for something on there, it's hard. Yeah. I can do the same search in three different places and get 10 different, you know, results. Sets, sets of results. Which is not helpful yeah. yeah so i mean i don't know i'm angry with for affinity just because it's had fucking over a decade yeah to fix its shit <clears throat> and it hasn't it's had over a decade to become programmed properly and it hasn't to the point where another fucking website not just actually not just one but like Four or five other websites have popped up, had better user interfaces, been better programmed, had more, like, had more, better, smoother, well-integrated features, had more ways to use it, all built in. And they started from the ground up. Fur Affinity already has a user base, ad revenue, and is now owned and bought out by a large corporation that has financial backing behind it. And they still can't figure their shit out to the point where there was a there was a time when fucking uh, the site went down and somebody said that one of their Z pools uh, didn't uh, didn't uh, go into a, uh, a, a degraded state and when one of their because there was a problem with one of their raid cards. Uh, that means they're using ZFS. And me, as a basic ZFS user on a home setup, know already for a fact, without even needing to look it up, that raid cards and ZFS don't get along, and that is a known fucking issue with <laughs> ZFS. I didn't even have to look that up. And yet FA, a site that makes money hosting web services, didn't fucking know that. Um, so, didn't they admit to knowing the issue when that yeah, happened? Yeah, they, they were like, yeah, this is what happened. And I'm like, that that's a known fucking issue with your file system. Yeah. How? And so that that's sort of the big problem, right? Yeah, they, they, I'm very sure they just don't care. I, like, that's the attitude I get from them, honestly. I forgot I had a furry network account. Lol. <laughs> anyway, I just logged in. Cool. All right. Uh, um, where were we? Yeah, uh, we were at... Uh, I see a lot of people using at least three or four of them, have tried myself, but honestly, uploading my convention photos to all of them are just annoying at the end. I will say, I have, I still want to sit down and just build a multi-uploader that is what i've wanted to do for ages and the person who does that they will get a site that pulls lots and lots of of traffic yeah let's let's do it yeah let's do it all right and now for this week's norwegian lesson yay Uh, let's imagine we're in a bar and would like to order a beer or a coffee english i would like a beer please norwegian i don't even know how the fuck to pronounce that yegvild I don't even you you are going to laugh bonus phrase of the week you damn idiot Din, Din for Bana, Bana idiot. idiot. 
Okay, that one was <laughs> easier. What about an idiot? I, yeah. I'm not even going to pretend I got that right, but I'm going to say that was easier. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, that was easier than uh, Yegville Gjern. Yeah, Yegville Gjern. It's a hen or in Pilstack. I just in coffee cafe. Okay, in cafe duck. All right. Um, so far, you guys have really impressed me with taking the challenge of speaking Norwegian on the podcast. And your efforts haven't been really bad either, but I have to say the goat has been the best of you. Yeah! I think that has to do with all of the silly voices he does. It just... (laughs) Oddly oddly enough, I've been told by a couple of other people that have taught me new languages that say I actually pick it up pretty quick. Yep. It's because you're good at silly voices. (laughs) So you just apply silly voices. Well, well it, it's it's very seems to be very natural for you to change your inflection, yep, which yep. would well, then make you, you naturally up, good at picking up new language. You pick up the tonality, which is that's one of the quickest ways people will pick up that you aren't uh, a, for, or a fluent speaker. Yeah, as if your tone you will is say it correctly, but incorrectly intonated. Right? You it's put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Not even that. I mean, when you have someone from you know Britain over here, you pick them out because they say words differently. Yep, they're the same words. They're pronounced the same, but it's you know water instead of water. Yep, right. Or Stuff rather, like rather, 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 rather. One yes. of our one of our chat, <laughs> rather. Uh, I'm native. One of our <laughs> chat just brought up the Lanferpool go. We've already gone yeah, over that. Lanferpool go. Yeah, Lanferpool go. That's such old news. And Rob, none of us here are ready for Welsh. No, none of us. Uh, I don't even know if Wales is ready for Welsh. So to continue, the beef and World of Warcraft automatic transportation device has some way to go, but I am sure you'll get there. What? Uh, that might be me. I guess we talked. I think we talked about that actually a little bit. Hmm. Uh, Please listen to the attached file for a recap on the Norwegian phrases this far. I actually have it loaded up. Make sure that we put that into the podcast folder so I can edit it in. I gave it a listen just to make sure that it wasn't just a whole bunch of, you know, fuck you, go Trump. Uh, So not that I think that that's something he would do, but just had to make sure. Uh, But yeah, so So let's give this a little listen. Here's the review. So, you guys wanted to hear how the uh, Norwegian phrases are pronounced? Well, let's give it a try. From the first week in English, Good day, how are you doing? In Norwegian, Goddag, hvordan har du det? From the second email, or week so two, from an English, Nor- I'm fine, thank you. I love you. his voice. Norwegian, jeg har det fint, takk. And the bonus phrase in English, you fucking horse cock. <laughs> and in Norwegian, din jävla hast kuk. <laughs> and from this week, English, I would like a beer, please. Norwegian, jeg vil gjerne ha en øl. English, I would like a coffee, please. Norwegian, jeg vil gjerne ha en kaffe. En kaffe, takk. <laughs> Bonus phrase English You damn idiot Norwegian The inferbanya idiot I like I love okay, that he's teaching us insults too I'll be back uh, later with more Norwegian And more audio files <laughs> Yes please do I like I, this I, I like That's this awesome. I really like this <laughs> I, So from what I'm getting right now Is that we're putting way too much 
We're we're Emphasis speaking the first syllable. We're speaking like English people. Yeah, we we are. are because like I barely heard the D in the din. We're treating them like separate like, words. Yeah. Yeah, like Yegvilgene and like the rest yeah. of it. Yeah. Like it was all just one word. Well, Maybe we'll eventually the, learn the consonants are a lot softer than I thought they'd be. Yeah, that too. We're, we're yeah. Like we're we're trying to speak we're, Norwegian I, I feel so, as if we're trying to speak German. I feel so uncultured, like <laughs> purely by virtue of the fact that I'm now trying to speak Norwegian. Like, yeah, like we're sitting there, like like with the like like I said, there's so much softer. Like he, the way he was saying it was like you villain. Like it it barely sounded like he was enunciating. But then we're here, Yegvilgern. <laughs> like, well, like there, there's certainly the point at which we know that some of these letters are silent, but we're not sure which ones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it turns out it's just half of them. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. It's just all, almost all of them. All of them. All right. And last but not least, Tal, are you up to the challenge I asked you about? Don't worry, I would make it simple but tasty. Yes, yes, I, I am. So is this a food challenge? Yeah, it was something that he was uh, he was saying that he he wanted us to make on the podcast. So uh, awesome, we haven't done that yet. We, so, we haven't. Uh, we, we we technically recorded a test go. It didn't, it didn't work go. very well. Yeah, it, it was it, bad. It was bad. It did not work. And we need to make sure all of us are here when we do yeah. it. So the camera mm. literally overheated yeah, like four <laughs> times. So nice. Yeah. And that's all from the land of Nights of Daylight, which is now dark again. Kind regards, Loki. <laughs> Thank you, Loki. That was delightful. Thanks. Is it Loki or Loki? I don't. I don't know. We're probably getting that one wrong too. Yeah. <laughs> I was probably too much putting too much emphasis on the K. Look, eh. <laughs> uh, or oh. Loki. All right. Our next email is from Kofi. Dear horns, beak, dukes, and hooves. Uh, quick question this week. What was your first gaming console? And a follow-up question. What game uh, that you what game that you have played gave you the most accomplishment, either from uh, playing one part or beating a difficult boss, etc.? Ah, that's easy. First console was the Sega Genesis. And the game that gave, made me feel the most accomplished was SimCity, when I actually managed to somehow make a city work <laughs> that is an accomplishment yeah hmm. it like it actually lasted and stabilized out that's amazing and that would have been SimCity one too so no, it was SimCity 3000 oh okay not on the same console no not okay. on the same console because yeah i thought it was a joint question for me if it was on the same console it would have been the day i actually managed to finish sonic the hedgehog 2 um so not including portable because technically my first console i'm pretty sure was a game boy um, my first, like, my console was the Super Nintendo. Uh, and funnily enough, the game that gave me the most accomplishment on that is one I still have not yet beaten from start to end. Um, oh, no, I have once. I've gone through it once. And that was uh, Lufia 2 uh, for two reasons. One, because the story was excellent. And uh, I got really, really pulled into it. And two, it has puzzles in it that literally made me throw my controller across the room. Because as a kid, they were hard and they were like, you know, move the gems around to match colors, puzzles, but you had a limited number of moves. And if you fucked up, you had to leave and come back to start all over again. I, I got that same feeling from Echo the Dolphin on Dreamcast. Yeah. My, uh, my first system owned was the NES. 
Uh, as far as the game that gave me the most accomplishment, I'd have to give that to either Super Mario RPG or Lunar Silver Star Story. Mm-hmm. Both excellent games that I loved the shit out of when I was younger and very much enjoyed beating them. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first system was the NES as well. And uh, I'd say probably one of the one of the two two games um earlier games anyway that gave me the most accomplishment was beating the original ninja turtles for nes oh god if you most of the time basically <laughs> i did it once and any other time i oh played my. that game i did the 99 life hack because if yeah. you didn't use that cheat well, there's I, no fucking way you're <laughs> ever getting i feel like once you've beat the game once you have entire right to just hack the shit out of it after that <laughs> yeah yeah that's that game and i think oh. once i finally uh when i finally would basically did a full run of final fantasy seven so the, i did the, i did the, all the weapons everything and i finally beat safer sephiroth which was a pain in the ass one game that really gave me a good sense of accomplishment when i was younger was i never owned it because i didn't own a nintendo but when i lived in the states for a short period of time um i would go over to a friend's place and play mansions of mad or uh <laughs> maniac mansion, mansion. Oh, which god it's a great game it's probably <laughs> didn't it probably doesn't uh, age very well but it's basically a gigantic puzzle but holy fuck is it hard and it's a little scary when you're a kid so yeah. um yeah finally figuring that out and getting through it was uh was an accomplishment that actually reminds me of dr quandry oh i love dr quandry that game was weirdly dark i never played that we will don't worry we'll, we'll make, make you, you play it because <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a it'll be a good one for a bunch we, of us to play and through. we actually have our 8-bit animals intro now yeah, we do. We're we're slowly like we, for reals. You realize that we bring this up every time just to make Gunzuka and the chat freak out. Yeah, it, uh, it's coming along. It's slowly a, I, but surely. I just received the high quality assets for use in video production um, from the animator. Well, from Ray. I don't know why I'm calling him the animator. Yeah, credit but, him. Yeah. So uh, we just got those. Uh, we've paid for them, and we have actual license to use them now, and yeah. all that. So so that should be coming very soon ish. Uh, but I will move on to the last email, I guess. Yeah, if that's it. Time. Uh, I took the test and, go- uh, sorry, I should say this is from Billy the Ferret. Uh, I took the test and got INFPA, the mediator. I'd agreed with the point because I'm very laid back. Try to find the neutral ground and after college of dreams of making video games in my spare time after work. I like how you called college collage. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I, I was going to call you out on that earlier. Collage. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, collages are cool, but, you know. Uh, anyway, question. I just got a beefed up PC with a 1060, and uh, what high graphics games would you recommend aside from The Witcher 3? Star uh, Citizen. Star Citizen's cool. That That's about as high graphics fidelity as you can get. Uh, I was actually I mean, going to recommend uh, fucking the Tomb Raider series. Yeah, oh, they yeah, are excellent. Are amazing. They're very good. Um, I enjoyed the shit out of them, so... Um, honestly, they're, they're not necessarily super, super graphical intense, but I mean, things like, uh, what is it? Um, oh man, life is strange. That's any of those, mm-hmm. any of those episodic games, the story like based all off, the yeah. new ones are just, play, uh, if just you haven't insane. yet played the wolf among us, yeah, yeah. I think like one of the most recent, like even remotely graphic intensive games I've been playing is overwatch. So, I mean, Overwatch, Overwatch, is Overwatch. Oh, yeah. Overwatch is great. Play Overwatch. I know. Play World of Warcraft. No, don't do no. it. No. That's you'll... graphically intensive. I don't know. I like Billy's idea 
And the the first eight bit animals I do is going to be the goat simulator. Oh, dude, <laughs> that would be amazing. I've only seen a bunch of. We, we need we need to it. get you a goat kigu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that's it for emails. Yeah, awesome. So I think, I think like this will be actually one of our longer episodes. In yeah, a while. well, yeah. Oh, so yeah. let's uh, let's get out of here. Oh, my ears are burning from these headphones. They hurt. As long as your anus is bleeding. The over, the over ear ugly. ones are amazing. I mean, you should try it. Ah, oh, Jesus. Aren't they, aren't they great, Tal? Aren't they great? Yeah. So are you going to take us out there? Take her out, her guy? Uh, we would like to thank Scream Fox and Omari for the background thank you, thank you, thank call you, for the intro music and our logos, respectively. Thank you to all of our patrons on Patreon. Uh, it really helps us out. Thank uh, you. We got some new equipment we're looking at getting, so uh, that's awesome. Thank you all so much. Um, if you would like to find us anywhere, including our YouTube channel, iTunes channel, uh, join our Telegram group chat, well, not really chat, just Telegram announcements channel, uh, or send us emails or find our Patreon, anything like that. All of those links and contact forms are all available on our website, unfurled.net. Again, that is unfurled.net. You can find all our links in the sidebar. Yeah. Yeah. I... Okay, now go the fuck away. It, yeah. Go I'm... the fuck to sleep. I'm just... <laughs> go the... Now you will go to sleep, or I will put you to sky. sleep. Go the fuck to sleep. It's sleep time. And just remember, live today like it's going to be your last. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you enjoy our your stay. <laughs> really brought that one around. And beware, as always, beware Fuxilla. Yeah, beware of Fuxilla. <laughs> and bears. And, and bears. And we love you. And we'll miss you. <laughs>